Friend, please help Spirit-Filled Hearts Ministry by supporting the cost to produce Spirit-Filled Radio and Podcast for this current fiscal year. You can become a partner with Spirit-Filled Hearts by donating monthly. Your contributions make a difference in the lives of all those who listen to our radio shows and podcasts. Thank you for your support. Go to spiritfilledhearts.org and click on the donate button. That's spiritfilledhearts.org. Welcome to this week's edition of Empowered by the Spirit, hosted by Deacon Steve Greco of Spirit-Filled Hearts Ministry. For the next hour, join Deacon Steve and his guests as they share their testimonies, love of their Catholic faith, and the importance of the Holy Spirit in all our lives. Now, here's Deacon Steve. Hello, everyone. This is Deacon Steve Greco, high atop the Tower of Hope in beautiful Christ Cathedral. And wow, am I so excited to have two incredible people with me here today in the studio. Marianne Greco, my bride of nearly 50 years. Welcome back, Marianne. Thank you. It's great to be here. And one of our closest, dearest friends who is an inspiration to me, to Marianne, to all of us. Donna Lee, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me. Oh, Donna, I am so excited what the Holy Spirit has done through you in just this composition of the Song of St. Joseph. And that's the title of the show. As, as hopefully you know, we have this major um, conference summit, stjosephsummit.com. Please, please, please register. It's free. Saint, spell out the word stjosephsummit.com. And, you know, in our prayer time, we knew that we needed something a little extra, like this incredible song. Tell us a story, Donna, about how this, the song of St. Joseph came to, came to pass. Well, it was very much Holy Spirit um, inspired. And I do believe with all my heart that St. Joseph helped me write the song and just completely just took over everything about the song and all the press that it's getting. And because I just said, you know what, St. Joseph, whatever is to be with this song, however God wants to use it, let it be. But what happened was on March 19th, which was, of course, the feast of St. Joseph this year, I have my uh, Magnificat book that I read uh, every morning and I do, you know, for daily mass, you know, go along with the readings and then in the evening, they have the evening prayers. So I use this book daily, and I highly recommend it. If you've not gotten the Magnificat, go online. And it's awesome. It. Yeah, yes, it's yes. really awesome. So I had my, you know, trusted Magnificat on that day, and there was some, uh, like a poem and some uh, words about St. Joseph on the feast day. And I just, when I read it, I thought, Oh my gosh, it would be so cool to write a song for St. Joseph because it's the year of St. Joseph. And I wasn't thinking about the summit at all, like, okay, it's going to be a theme song. I really wasn't thinking that. My first thought is, it's the year of St. Joseph, and I've written other theme songs in our Catholic faith, like the Sacred Heart, about priests and Mary, and I thought, how cool would it be to write a song about St. Joseph? So with a few of the words from that poem, I got inspiration, and I only had a paragraph, 
and I have my my book that I write in all these different songs and different things. Sometimes it's three lines, four lines. And I set it aside because the inspiration just, you know, stopped. And that happens sometimes. You get a little inspiration and then it goes away <laughs> like a teaser. And so I set the book aside and I didn't come back to revisit the song until uh, the day before the feast of St. Joseph the Worker, which is May wow. 1st. Wow. Yeah. And so um, before that, I thought, you know what? I need to finish this song. So I went back to it. I got my notebook and I started looking at the litany of St. Joseph. And I also picked up Father Donald Calloway's book, The Consecration uh, to St. Joseph, to get inspiration too, you know, for the song to finish it. And it really came together very quickly, especially using some of the words from the litany. And I had, you know, the the way it is now with the verses and the chorus, they were all just different. And I had to actually get inspiration from St. Joseph and the Holy Spirit to say, okay, help me figure out what is going to be the verse, what's going to be the chorus, what's going to be the bridge, and what's what key am I going to play this in? And it really started um, with the first two lines that I got from, and I think it was a poem that was in the Magnificat that day, Joseph Foster, Father, Simple, Quiet Man. And was like, boom, that's the start of a great song about St. Joseph. So that's really how it started. And I really completed it on the the Feast of St. Joseph the Worker. So it's just really interesting how that happened, you know. And that's why I feel like St. Joseph had his hand in it, was guiding me in it, and says, yes, I want this song in honor of me. I want it. <laughs> it's good. I like it. <laughs> we are so incredibly excited to have Donna Lee with us. Donna Lee is a Catholic singer, songwriter, and she wrote this song, the Song of St. Joseph, singing the praises of St. Joseph in, in relationship to Jesus and the praises of St. Joseph as protector of the church. And as she said, the litany of St. Joseph. And I just started praying the litany. And, and uh, I mean, I'm ashamed to say that, but I the litany and, and really St. Joseph as a whole was not really part of my devotion until I also read the consecration of St. Joseph, the book. It's life-changing. It really is life-changing because we need a spiritual father. Mm-hmm. And and Marianne Greco, you know, my bride here with me, you know, St. Joseph is so important to us because we often are, we have this father wound and this father vacuum. I, I was just on Father uh, Ed Looney's radio show, uh, Cup of Joe, and he talked about this father wound. And, you know, and St. Joseph is, is really important for both men and women. But what are your thoughts about that? Because we need a mentor, you know, not, and, and the Blessed Mother certainly is, is a, a role model, a mentor, and we certainly pray the rosary, but, but that we need a male mentor also, and, and St. Joseph really helps us. Well, I look at him as he's the father of Je- Jesus, the, the foster father, but that it's somebody to go to when things in the family aren't working quite right, aren't squaring out with our family, because he understands. And I, you know, I ask him and include him in my prayers to to help us in, in our family and our struggle and protect us. I think he's a great protector. He is the protector of the church and, you know, the head of the Holy Family, as it says in the Litany of St. Joseph. He is most chaste 
and, and you know the litany is so powerful and you know one thing that that you're quoted to saying um donna is that that uh as the foster father of jesus uh he brings us closer to jesus and and your thoughts on that oh my gosh <clears throat> totally and you know deacon just like you I mean, over the past probably five or 10 years, I think I did the novena to St. Joseph a couple of times. And I've had a devotion to the Blessed Mother since the late 1980s. And like you, St. Joseph wasn't really on my radar, like not for devotion. You know, I didn't have a strong devotion to him. I knew who he was. He's, you know, Jesus's dad. And he was a carpenter. But, you know, like you read in Father Donald's book. In scripture, we don't hear a lot about him. He's silent. And so for me, I feel like he came into my life at this time, this year of St. Joseph. And what's really cool, and I was thinking about this shortly after I wrote the song, my dad passed away in September, September 19th. The 19th is, you know, associated with St. Joseph. So I thought that was interesting back in 2016. And so I was just meditating one morning on my morning prayers. And I, I really meditated on that a lot. And I thought, oh my gosh, St. Joseph, you, you want to be my foster father because my earthly father is gone now. And I feel like St. Joseph in his loving, special way has entered my life to say, okay, your earthly father is not here, but I'm here. And, And to like, take that place and to help you and be your protector. Our dads on our earthly dads, you know, for most of us, you know, they are our protectors and they provide for us. And my dad, you know, he wasn't a a carpenter by trade, but he built tables and bookshelves and, and different things in our home for my mom. And it seems like when I started dating, I was always, you know, attracted to carpenters and construction workers, you know, it's so weird. So it's like St. Joseph has been in the background, but now he's really in that forefront of um, my prayer life. And it's just so cool that it's all coming together with the year of St. Joseph, Father Donald Calloway's book, the conference, the summit, the St. Joseph summit. It's just, he's really coming to us in a powerful way you know, to help us. And I'm, oh my gosh, I am learning so much about him from this book, you know, that Father Donald Calloway wrote and this consecration, which I am right in the middle of. I am day 27. This is day 27 That's for me. Awesome, so awesome, it's getting awesome. close. <laughs> getting really, really close. And the St. Joseph Summit again, that you can register for and please register for that. It is September 30th through October 3rd. We're up to now like 55 speakers. It's just people are coming out of the woodwork and, you know, to have Cardinal Dolan, Cardinal O'Malley, Archbishop Corleone, Archbishop Nauman, all the bishops in the Diocese of Orange, Archbishop Gomez, I mean, on and on and on. Uh, It's just absolutely amazing. But to have, as you mentioned, Father Donald Calloway, Scott Hahn, Chris Stefanik, uh, Jim Wahlberg. Um, it, it's amazing. Absolutely amazing. And to have Robert, Father Robert Spitzer, uh, Kathleen Beckman, one after another and people saying yes, because I think there's such a need right now to have this spiritual father. Well, we're going to give you an incredible blessing because 
right after the break, we're going to go into the chorus of the song of St. Joseph. And again, we're not going to do the entire song because we're going to ask that you sign up for the St. Joseph Summit so you can actually hear the entire song, which will be public really for the first time at that particular conference. But if you're not familiar with the Litany of St. Joseph, that's a great starting point. And because the song that, that you, you drew from, very much the Litany of St. Joseph, and, and what else in terms of how you drew the words from Donna? Well, I'll tell you what, and it's funny, I brought this book here because this is a book that I wrote it in because I wanted to remember the saint. There's actually uh, one... There was a bishop who was at our our first fundraiser back in May on May 2nd, and he had suggested, and I can't remember who that bishop was. I don't know if you remember, Deacon, but he turned around and said to me, you know, Pope Francis has given him, uh, St. Joseph, six new titles. You should use them in the song. So I actually went home and I replaced one of the titles with one of the new ones, but I'm not going to tell anybody what it is when you hear the song. Oh, that's that's, that's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. I believe Um, it was Bishop Tim Fryer. Was it Tim? Yeah. yeah. So I thought, oh, well, that's cool. So I am using one of uh, the new titles that he has, and it's in the second verse. Awesome. Well, we're already getting press all over the country. You got press in the your local diocesan newspaper, the Southern Cross, uh, doing a great story on you, pictures everywhere and so forth. And again, we have a St. Joseph Summit coming September 30th through October 3rd. You can register by going to stjosephsummit.com. It's free. But also, please upgrade to the premium passport because you'll have for lifetime the ability to download 55 or more talks. Uh, They're still being added. And it is absolutely incredible what you have this opportunity to do. St. Joseph intercession and having a devotion to St. Joseph is definitely a life changer experience. It is life changing. We're going to give you a sneak peek of this incredible song that was written the song of St. Joseph by Donna Lee here. Donna, anything to say before you sing the chorus of the song? No, we'll just sing. I'll just, this is the chorus. Okay, the song great. Of Saint Joseph. The song of St. Joseph chorus. St. Joseph, your protection is so great, so strong. Before the throne of God, Remember us, plead for us, terror of demons. Saint Joseph, pray for us. Woo! And there Beautiful. you have it. Wow, praise <laughs> A God. A sneak peek of Saint Joseph. Yes, again, you'll be able to hear the song unveiled by going to stjosephsummit.com and signing up for that. And you'll hear it over the the three-day weekend that we'll have uh, with over 55 speakers. Marianne Greco, my, my bride of nearly 50 years here, this is probably the first time you heard the chorus. What did you hear? Yeah, I heard a lot of things that I, I've, uh, when I too learned more about St. Joseph, I think someone led me to a book, a different book, actually, and it, it got me reading and understanding the role of St. Joseph 
uh, for us and our family. And so uh, a lot of, I mean, everything, the protector, I, I see him as a, a powerful behind the scenes person that does so many beautiful things. And yet terror of demons is, is kind of a new concept that I think we didn't understand so much how, how much he was behind the scenes, I believe, in fighting the demons. And he still is for us. And we have to call on him. So to me, that's a new uh, light brought to uh to see St. Joseph that way. And that is one of our themes of our St. Joseph Summit is spiritual warfare and how uh, the intercession of St. Joseph really helps us in spiritual warfare. You know, I was, uh, Donna, I was in um, New Orleans and uh, was fortunate to be a keynote speaker at the Charismatic Conference. And the day that I was leaving, I went to a local parish and in the back, they had this prayer card. I don't know if you've seen it before. Uh, I had never seen it, but it's a prayer to St. Joseph, terror of demons. And I want to cover this for a second. It says, St. Joseph, terror of demons, cast your solemn gaze upon the devil and all his minions and protect us with your mighty staff. You fled through the night to avoid the devil's wicked designs. Now with the power of God, smite the demons as they flee from you. Grant special protection, we pray, for children, fathers, families, and the dying. By God's grace, no demon dares approach while you are near. So we beg of you, always be near to us. Amen. 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 What's that prayer mean to you as you hear that? Well, you know, being in ministry, I have come across a lot of just moments that um, where you know the enemy is is working to try to disrupt what you're doing. (laughs) He doesn't like what I'm doing. He doesn't like my message. He doesn't like my ministry. He certainly doesn't like this song that I wrote. (laughs) So I see, you know, and terror of demons. When I was thinking about when I was writing the song and that was ending up being the chorus, I thought, I wonder if people are going to think that's like really harsh and like even to mention demons in the song. But I thought, no, he's the terror of demons and we need that protection because there's a lot of spiritual warfare, as you know. I mean, all throughout my ministry, I think about, you know, planes that I was supposed to be on that, you know, mechanical trouble, my or car, my car breaking down on the way to some place to minister and just all these disruptions that try to get in the way, you know, but we have the help that gets us through and we have to persevere. We have to rejoice and know that there's always a way and God gets us through it. St. Joseph helps us. And now more than ever, you know, I've been calling on him just a couple weeks ago when I went to mass, I knew the parking lot was going to be crowded, small church. And I said, Oh, St. Joseph, save me just one spot. And I went there. I kid you not. There was one One spot. spot Oh, praise God. And there was a car. She was sitting in her car with her blinker lights on the opposite, waiting to get in the same parking lot, but she didn't see the spot. She was waiting for the mass to get out for the next one, like I was. But I saw it from my direction. I said, well, I'm going in. <laughs> and I, I just thought after Matt, I go, you know what? St. Joseph, I asked you to save me a spot. I mean, I completely forgot about that. And it was just, it's so cool. I mean, it's uh, the little things like that as a Catholic and how the saints help us. You know, it's just fun too. <laughs> you know, I mean, it doesn't have to be a huge deal like cancer or something just be a little thing like finding a parking spot for us <laughs> absolutely that's awesome I, you know i think saint joseph when you look at it we don't read that much about him but right. yet what he did and 
to have to take the Holy Family into Egypt. And what sort of things did he really have to confront on that trip? Right. And we don't know, but we, we know that he did. Right. And uh, I think, you know, that strength that we can get in, uh, to persevere through things, because he certainly had to persevere through a lot of things. They just have this baby, and then they have to get up and go to a strange land with no income. And I mean, all that, right. it, he gives you strength. If he can do that, and he's in it with me, I, I can do it. Right. And the, the one thing that I just read, it was a couple of days ago and in my consecration, Father Donald Calloway talks about how most of us think of him as an old man. And so you, when you were talking about that, and he was saying, and like Mother Angelica, someone had called into her show one, one time, and she had said, no, he was young because how could he have walked to Egypt, you know, all that way and all those miles? So she really believes Mother Angelica, and I think Father Donald in his book, they, they, he kind of believes the same thing, that he was young and, like, strong. And, like, when she went to uh, visit her cousin Elizabeth, and it just— and it makes sense. It does make sense. So we mostly see him in pictures as an older, you know, guy. But, you know, he was a carpenter. He was probably had really big muscles, you know. I mean, so, yeah. It's, well, he was strong in the Lord, no matter what. Yeah. And, and, and obedient, right? Yeah. He relied on yeah. the Lord in everything yeah. he did. I mean, the, the trust he had and the openness to mm-hmm. receive things mm-hmm. that were outside the box yeah. in his world that right. God was calling him to do. You know, he is the protector of the church, of the Catholic church, but he's also the pillar of families. That's one of the areas of focus. And and right now we need so much help with families, with marriages, with children, you know, and I know for me, my prayer life has changed, Donna, too, in the sense that when I'm praying now, I'm asking for the intercession of St. Joseph with every member of my family, you know, and the children. And that was some, that's something new for me. You know, because he, he will protect families against demonic attacks, right. you know, and that's really, really important. But as we think about where we are, Marianne, you you, you guys both lead women's groups. And uh, I know, Donna, you, you do a lot of um, retreats with women. Mm-hmm. You lead Bible studies with women, Marianne. From a female point of view, uh, having St. Joseph as this strong father figure, he's our spiritual father. Tell us about what your thoughts are on his protection of families, too, and marriages. Well, for me, I I think he understands what it's like having a family and having these uh, feelings of, I'm, I'm sure he didn't want to go to Egypt. I'm sure he didn't, you know, but he's following the Lord. So he understands the tension that's there in the world and the, the struggles that we have. And I think that's what... I can identify he's someone I can go to who understands what it's like, the tension in in raising a family or have to do something that's difficult that God has called you to, maybe not seen as really attractive by the world, but something that you know that God's called you to. Uh, So to me, that's that's a great strength to have, to know that he's there praying for, for our family. And sometimes as a mom... You just get tired. You know, you get tired of the battle. Mm-hmm. And so that's when knowing you have St. Joseph there uh, with you is gives you great strength. Yeah. Well, what's really cool is I was as I was driving up today, <laughs> I thought about my parish growing up was Holy Family. 
Mm. You know and ours doing? was too. Oh, we, isn't that something? Well, we or got married. Mine, mine was growing up a holy family, and then we got married there. Yeah. Yeah, and so you know, Jesus, Mary, Joseph—they are the model family for us. And I think, especially for women, you know, and for me, because I have a father wound uh, with my relationship with my dad, and so I think Saint Joseph is really going to help me with that. Even though my dad has passed away. And I made amends with my father before he passed away. You know, there was a lot of forgiveness and healing that needed to take place. And I think St. Joseph, for me, in my life as it continues with my father being gone, that he's going to continue that healing for me and help me. And I have to tell you about how he helped me with the practical things of the song as far as the recording, um, because it all, this song all came together super fast. Amazing. And I could yeah. not have done it without the help of St. Joseph, you know, and I know I'm getting a little off topic here because we were talking about the role of St. Joseph in the family and women, but I, I didn't want to forget to address how St. Joseph helped me and just open the doors with recording this song when I had finished it. And I, and you know, the first time I shared it was at the fundraiser on May 2nd, which was the day after St. Joseph the worker. And that's when I realized and thought and wanted to present to you, you know, if you all want to use this as a theme song, it might be kind of cool. <laughs> so that's how that all came about. And I didn't know, you know, how people were going to react to it. Right. I, of course, I'm biased because everything <laughs> you do, I think is incredible. And so it was like, oh, I hope they like it, you know, but then everyone <laughs> went crazy, you know, saying this is fantastic and, and this has to be used. And, you know, and of course the rest is history, you know, I mean, right. The press has picked up on it, and you're like a household name now, I think, across the wow. country. <laughs> but, you I don't know, know about that. But I think the bottom line is this, is that St. Joseph is there for us. And we're going to talk more about, in times of trouble, you know, turn to St. Joseph and turn also to the St. Joseph Summit to register uh, stjosephsummit.com, spell out the word saint, September 30th to October 3rd. Sign up for the premium passport that you can download 55 talks or more and get either on the book, the uh, Father Donald Calloway's book, Consecration of St. Joseph. You'll either get the audio copy or the ebook sent to you for free, which is fantastic. So this Dig and Steve Greco, we're going to be right back to talk more about the song of St. Joseph and the protection of St. Joseph. God, I'm running for your heart. I'm running for- we're back with Donna Lee, who is an incredible, faith-filled person, Catholic singer, songwriter, wrote the song of St. Joseph, and you've written how many songs? I mean, so many songs, we can't even count them. Oh, yeah. I have about... I have a couple albums that are mostly original music, and then I put a couple of cover songs on them, but... And how and how can people find those albums? iTunes, iHeartRadio, Amazon, every TikTok, every social media platform that sells music, my music, you can find me. And can they get to our website? Yes, my website to find more about my ministry and what I do and where I'm at is donnalee.com. W-S, as in Sam. 
So stjosephsummit.com, September 30th to October 3rd, you'll get to hear this incredible song of St. Joseph. And see the video. And gonna... see the video. Ooh, oh, tell us. Gonna... talk about the video. Yeah, please tell us all about it. <laughs> tell about more about the inspiration of the song, the video, and, and the story behind it. Okay, so... When I had completed the song, I contacted my friend in Brazil because the last two albums I recorded, I recorded in Brazil. But I didn't have to go to Brazil, but I have recorded in Brazil (laughs) before. So I called my friend and I said, look, I want to finish this song by Father's Day. That was my goal. I said, St. Joseph, help me finish this song by Father's Day. I want it. And I want. I was so excited to sing it at your fundraiser for you all to hear it for the first time. So excited. It was amazing. Yeah. And so my friend said, no problem. It'd take about a week. He had it, the music done in three days. Wow. There's that one guy playing guitar, piano. I said, I want to keep it simple because I want it to be prayerful. And then I went into the studio in San Diego. I called him up and they happened to have a Saturday open And I went and recorded the vocals, had that done, sent it back to my friend in Brazil so he could mix it and master it. But then I said, you know what? It needs background vocals. So the guy there in Brazil who doesn't really speak that much English (laughs) did the background vocals. (laughs) This guy is so talented. So it's just two guys, Chiago, my friend Chiago and Adelson, um, that really produced uh, the music, that played the instruments and and, um, mastered it, mixed it. And then he sent it back to me and... But while I was in the studio in in San Diego, at the studio that I record, there was a young girl that works there. And God bless her. She is a great salesperson because, and no one's ever done this, as I've I've recorded like four albums there. And she came in and she said, hey, how's your session going today? Have you ever thought about making videos or recording live stuff? And I thought, no, but you know what? What? I think I want to do a video to this song. It would be perfect. And it was just like instantaneously a thought came into my head at that moment. I said, you know what? And so I left and I said, let me think about that. And like within a week, I called the studio back and got in contact with the person, Brian, who was in charge of it. And I said, you know what? I think I want to do a video for this song. And I had to order, I wanted to order a statue. I wanted to have a statue of St. Joseph in the video. And they said it was going to arrive between the 16th and the 24th or 17th and the 24th or something like that. But I got it on my birthday, which was June 16th. So the statue wow. comes on my birthday. Wow. I know, right? Praise God. I mean, all these little signs of St. Joseph saying, look, I'm here with you. I want this song. I want people to hear it. I want it. want the song to bring people closer uh, to my son. And it was just so, so awesome. And so I just saw God's hand, the Holy Spirit and St. Joseph and everything. And so I did the video. It's still being edited, but it'll it'll be ready for uh, the conference. So it'll premiere at the conference. And I'm so excited to see it. I haven't even seen it myself, the edited version. So it's just a lot of fun. And um, you can actually see an intro, uh, get a clip of the video right now on YouTube. Uh, Don, if you put Donnelly's Song of St. Joseph, uh, you can see that clip that's out there right now. Just kind of a little teaser for the song for the summit. So, and, and I, it's funny, I put the summit, uh, I want to encourage people, if you have a Facebook page, go to the uh, St. Joseph Summit website. And what is that again, Deacon? com. Yeah, put that in your Facebook feed. And I did that and I had a, 
a few people say, oh, I'm so glad you put this in. I just signed up. And I had another friend from New Jersey. I mailed her the emailed her the link and she said, oh, thanks. I just signed up. So I would encourage all of you who have signed up, put that in your Facebook feed, email that link to your friends. You know, just don't rely on spirit filled hearts. They need your help. They need our help to get the word out there, too. So I want to encourage people and put it on Instagram, put it on all your social media accounts. Yeah, that's really, really important. And, you know, as as we think about this incredible conference, go to our website, spiritfulhearts.org. You can click on the St. Joseph's uh, Summit right there. And we also have parish materials. You know, we have all kinds of materials that people can use to advertise this. Um, we actually have the ability for a parish for just $300 to get all of the talks that they can use for teachings, that they can use for all kinds of things. And it really is something. And, and what are your thoughts well, on that? Well, I think that's great because that, that's kind of a gift we can give to our parishes in mm-hmm. a sense. Is to bring it to your parish to Look at it and and then bring it to your parish and say, look at this wonderful thing that we can open up to everybody in our parish. I think that's great. And that's that's the sort of thing we need to um, do. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people still aren't going out to in-person events because right. of this pandemic. So, you know, you might be thinking, oh, another virtual conference. Well, come the end of September, we might be all back to virtual. Well, 100%. We don't know. But I think yeah. that it's um, how how often do you get a conference, though, even if it's virtual, with all these amazing speakers in one place? Well, I'm really looking forward you know? to being able to have them. As Steve said, as you can also sign up to right. to receive all this talks. Right. Because right. it's hard to really absorb all 54 talks or whatever at once, but that we can replay them and right. listen to them over and over and let them soak into us. Yeah. And the teaching that you will learn. I mean, I think, Donna, I'm sure you're going to agree with me that when I read the book Consecration of St. Joseph, and, and certainly there are other books out there that I've been reading, but the Consecration of St. Joseph book by Father Donald Calloway, it's like I felt like I knew nothing about St. Joseph. There was so much in there, right? right? There's so much to learn because it's not just we know he didn't say anything in Scripture. But if you look at the three dreams and and you look at what happened in Scripture, you know, there's there's a lot more there than we realize. It's like what he did. But it's what yeah. he did behind the scenes. But yeah. it's also all the difference. Uh, locutions and revelations that the saints have had over the years, Yes, you know, that is in the book. And, and you look at St. Teresa of, of Lisieux and, and St. Teresa of Avila, they're talking about being healed as a result of the intercession of St. Joseph. I mean, there's so much in there to learn. And we read the, the terror of demons, but there's also in these times of trial, there's another prayer here. And this is a, Uh, from a 19th century French prayer book. It's been recited by Pope Francis every day for 40 years. Are you ready for this? Every single day for 40 years. And it's a prayer to St. Joseph. It says, glorious patriarch St. Joseph, whose power makes the impossible possible, come to my aid in these times of anguish and difficulty. Take up under your protection the serious and troubling situations that I commend to you that they may have a happy outcome 
and then make your request. My beloved Father, all my trust is in you. Let it not be said that I invoked you in vain. And since you can do everything with Jesus and Mary, show me that your goodness is as great as your power. Amen. Amen. Isn't that powerful? Oh my gosh, there's so many prayers. Yeah, there's so many prayers. And, and I, I again, that I, I wasn't aware of, but I'm, I'm saying these prayers every single day because these are challenging times, Marianne, and these are times that we need that spiritual father. You were blessed to have an amazing father, my father-in-law. May he rest in peace. And, and he just was such an inspirational man. And you had that connection with the father. Tell us why it's so important to go to St. Joseph in times of trial and to ask for his protection. Well, there again, I think he was able, I just think of what he went through. I mean, everything he went through and he stayed connected to the Lord. So when I go through trials, I need to reflect on that and ask him to help me stay connected, not to get discouraged sometimes when things are very difficult. And yet, uh, certainly he had opportunities if he, you know, that would be discouraging if he weren't so connected to God. I also like God speaks to me a lot through my dreams. And of course, he spoke to St. Joseph through his dreams. You know, and it's interesting if you think of this, and you know, as Donna and Marianne knows, I am working a lot with men's organizations and uh, as deacons, you know, deacon uh, groups and so forth. And but to have men really step up to the plate, you know, to be the head of the family and to take that spiritual role, which is so so important. But men, you know, and women both, but we need mentors. And, and St. Joseph is one of our mentors. You know, the other thing that's so important about St. Joseph, too, is, is really his heart, his love for, his, for Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. His love for his that's family, right. for Mary. And he was so obedient. I mean, he gets these dreams. He acts upon them right away, right away. He gets the dream to take Mary as, as his wife acts on it, gets the dream to leave, to go to Egypt, acts on it, gets the dream to go back to the uh, Israel and acts on it. it. What God revealed to me is that as the head of the family, the action steps came to him to leave, to go. You, you think about that mm-hmm. here, here, the blessed mother, right? It didn't, it didn't come to her. It came to him so that he took the family into Egypt. He took the family back from Egypt back to his home. He, he kind of like, I hear heard Donna say again, the practical things that he helped her with mm. in, in many sense, he uh, it, did the practical things for the Holy family. He had to do the things with much detail, but with much obedience. And that's where I look to him for strength as well, too. Yeah. He and, had to work to provide for the family. Yeah. He had to have a job. And the thing about what I was thinking about too, from the book, his demeanor, I think that the men of today, if they would aspire to have a demeanor like St. Joseph, they'll find a good mate, like for single people. And like, if you're a woman, if you would look for a man who has a demeanor like St. Joseph, I think that's, that's what you want to look for. If you're a single person, you know, and vice versa, if you're, if you're a man, be like St. Joseph. Read Amen. this book Amen. Amen. and be like St. Joseph. Yeah. And attend the a, conference, right? Yes, <laughs> to attract that person that 
that would be the best one of fit. the things I think about my father. Uh, he always he was kind of a behind the scenes guy, but you always felt his love. But one thing he would always say is everything's going to be all right. It's going to take. I mean, he mm. would, and I I think that's what Saint Joseph does for us. Is mm. Everything's going to be all right. Mm-hmm. That's really powerful. Thank you for that. You know, that's very very. What both of you guys are saying is amazingly powerful, as well as. Attending the St. Joseph Summit, stjosephsummit.com, September 30th to October 3rd. Sign up for free. Sign up for the premium passport for only $49.99 to be able to download 55 plus talks and get an ebook or an audiobook of the Consecration of St. Joseph by Father Donald Calloway. Well, as everyone knows, hopefully, our ministry is called Spirit Filled Hearts. And we love focusing on the heart. The Sacred Heart of Jesus, the Immaculate Heart of Mary, Chaste Heart of St. Joseph. And we're going to give you another major, major thrill to hear this amazing song talking about the Sacred Heart of Jesus, because it really does tie into the overall theme of St. Joseph and what a heart he has for Jesus, for his family, for his wife, and for God and Donna is an amazing songwriter, amazing singer, and in our Divine Mercy conferences, she has done amazing talks and songs. And really, when we think about God's mercy, when we think about his heart, you know, the reason why we call our ministry Spiritful Hearts is because the greatest journey is 18 inches from the head to the heart. You think about the road to Emmaus, and they said, at the end of it, were our hearts not on fire? Jesus wants our hearts on fire. He wants to connect with his sacred heart. St. Joseph wants to connect with his chaste heart with us. So Donna, tell us about the background of another amazing song you wrote about the sacred heart of Jesus and your thoughts about heart. Yeah, I when I came back to the church in the 90s, I just started to have so many different devotions to saints. I was learning so much, uh, St. Faustina, St. Therese of Lisieux, St. Teresa of Avila. And my very first devotion, though, that I came across that I fell in love with was the devotion to the Sacred Heart of Jesus and the Immaculate Heart of Mary, which I actually, the very first song I wrote um, when I came back to the church was Immaculate Heart, O Sacred Heart. And so, but I, this song, Sacred Heart of Jesus, was another song that I was inspired to write about the Sacred Heart of Jesus that I recorded on uh, my album, Merciful Heart of Jesus, which again... I highly recommend. Get it, get it, get it today. (laughs) It's so funny because, you know, these conferences that I do a lot, you know, with you, and I, I do speak and I do get the opportunity to share a few of my songs, but a lot of the conferences I do, like the uh, the life and the spirit, you know, most people are hearing me lead the praise and worship, which of course um, are not my songs. <laughs> and I, I don't <laughs> mind singing them. I love doing praise and worship. But most people, uh, some people don't realize that I do write my own songs. I don't think I'm the best songwriter out there. There are plenty of people that write better than me. But I am so grateful and thankful for the songs that the Holy Spirit has inspired and put on my heart to share with the church and the world. Um, The song that Jesus gives to me, he doesn't give to somebody else. This song here, 
he couldn't have given it to someone else. This is a song that he inspired for me uh, in my life, my journey. And that's how I feel about other singers. When they write great songs, I thought, well, I could never write that song. That that person was supposed to write that song. So that's the attitude I take uh, about the songs that I've written. You know, some people like them. Maybe some people don't. Well, I them. think they're absolutely <laughs> fantastic. And, well, you know, I, I, do, I right. Yeah, they're they're very well, they're led by the Holy Spirit. They're led by the yeah. Holy Spirit. They're spirit filled. They're from the heart. They're from God's heart, the sacred heart of Jesus, the Immaculate Heart of Mary. You just feel it. So let's hear this song. What's the title of it? Sacred Heart of Jesus. Let's hear this song, Sacred Heart of Jesus. And this is dedicated to all of you who have a, a devotion to the Sacred Heart of Jesus. Amen. Sacred Heart of Jesus May the whole world burn with love for you Sacred Heart of Jesus I adore you Sacred Heart of Jesus May the whole world burn with love for you Sacred Heart of Jesus I adore you I love you Sweet Jesus I offer you My poor heart May I live in you And for you Sacred heart of Jesus I love you Sweet Jesus I offer you my poor heart May I live in you and for you Sacred heart of Jesus I love you, sweet Jesus I offer you my poor heart May I live in you and for you May the whole world burn with love for you Sacred Heart of Jesus May I live in you and for you May the whole world burn with love for you Sacred Heart of Jesus Praise God. Alleluia. Beautiful. It's absolutely incredible. Absolutely incredible. Um, So as we think about the sacred heart of Jesus, you know, it really does tie into St. Joseph and his incredible heart. Yes. Yes. And St. Joseph, one thing that stood out to me too in in reading and going through the consecration, how much he loves us. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And he's just in there. It says, St. Joseph loves you. He wants to help you. He wants to be your spiritual father. And I think especially for those, um, you know, you were talking about earlier about uh, between, you know, having him as a role model for a man and a woman. I think for the woman and even for the men, you know, having that the father wound 
um, St. Joseph can be such a help in that, you know, for those of us that had tough relationships, you know, with our own father and, and, and the same with Mary, you know, when I came back to the Catholic church, you know, I thought how special because yes, Mary is our mother. And for those who have lost their mother, I remember talking to people that have lost their mother and the role that Mary began to play in their faith and mine too. But how amazing that St. Joseph didn't come until like how many years later in my life to really, uh, for me to really realize that he's part of that holy family and, and makes it complete. And this book, I tell you, Father Donald Calloway, I'm so grateful that the Holy Spirit inspired him to write this book and that he had his conversion and became a priest because if he never had, we wouldn't have this treasure and everything that we're learning about St. Joseph. And the other thing, and, I, and, and I've been there too, in this book, he talks about the stairs. Remember in the church in New Mexico? Right. I had forgotten all about that story. And I just read that the other day and I thought, and I've been there. So it's like all these threads and, and how he's really been a part of my faith journey, but I didn't know it. He connects the dots in yes, such a, a huge yes. way. You know, and as you look at the litany of St. Joseph, you really get a great understanding of the things that he represents obedience, right? I mean, he got the dreams and he acted upon them. Faith, you know, you can't imagine. I mean, is anybody more faithful than Joseph? I mean, he's right at the top of the list there with Chastity. the Blessed Mother. Chastity, <laughs> lover of poverty, guardian of virgins, pillar of families, uh, hope of the sick. That's one of the big ones. You know, if you're sick uh, in any way, ask for the intercession of St. Joseph, patron of the dying, you know, along with the Blessed Mother. You want St. Joseph to be with you at that hour of death. And there's very specific prayers to have St. Joseph really protect you in that hour of death. Terror of demons, again, very, very important. If you're addicted, you know, I mean, turn to St. Joseph to help you. He protects the church. I mean, all those things are really, really important. And, you know, it's interesting, you know, I mean, I think what many of us, when we, we saw this is the year of St. Joseph, I know for me, I wasn't sure how to react to that, Marianne, but I, there's a reason why Pope Francis, our Holy Father, declared this the year of St. Joseph. What do you think is the real fruit of that? I was just thinking as you were talking, Steve, I was thinking how we are prepared for this year of St. Joseph. I think the Holy Spirit's been touching our hearts even be, before this year was declared to guide us into certain things, to prepare us to receive it. So. I think that, you know, this is the fruit of it this year, in a sense, is we're able to bring St. Joseph to more people. And I'm sorry, the question was... What... It, no, and just in terms of, of just how St. Joseph in this given year, you know, why is it so important to us? Well, I certainly think with all that's going on with COVID and everything, that this is a time that we need to be stronger than ever. Our, our families need to be stronger. We as Christians need to be stronger. We need to go out and um, share the Lord. And so we're, we can really identify, in a sense, with St. Joseph to the degree that he listened and out of obedience acted. This is a time when we need to be doing that. You know, this is really interesting. You ready for this? St. Joseph is often called the first missionary 
because he left his homeland and went into Egypt, you know, with yes. Jesus, right? He and took who Jesus. knows how many people they touched and that holy family. who knows how many people they touched. Well, if you go, to, as you know, we've, we've done a pilgrimage to Egypt, and it was like the holy family was here, the holy family oh, was there, yeah. you know, all these different locations. You know, again, Donna, uh, God bless you and all your work. And this Song of St. Joseph is a game changer, it's life changing. Again, please attend the St. Joseph Summit. Go to stjosephsummit.com, September 30th, October 3rd. It's free. You can upgrade the premium package and get all the talks downloaded, over 55 talks. Get an ebook of the Consecration of St. Joseph or an audio book by Father Donald Calloway. But thank you, Donna, for, for writing the song. Thank you for being on the show. And any final thoughts that you have, Donna? Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate your ministry and, you know, being able to work with Spirit-Filled Hearts has been such a blessing. And St. Joseph, for me, is a game changer. You know, I'm so excited, and I think this is the perfect year and the year that it had to be St. Joseph because families are falling apart. We need St. Joseph to get the families back together. This is the year of St. Joseph, my brothers and sisters. Please attend our summit, stjosephsummit.com. But also ask for the intercession of St. Joseph. Pray the litany of St. Joseph every day. Pray other prayers of St. Joseph Let him be an important part of your life. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for calling us to you, calling us to your sacred heart, calling us to Jesus, calling us to St. Joseph, calling us to the Blessed Mother. We ask, Lord God, that we surrender our hearts, our minds, our souls to you, that we be healed spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and physically through the intercession of St. Joseph, through the intercession of Our Lady of Guadalupe, through the intercession of all holy heavenly angels and saints. I pray blessings upon you and all of your loved ones and your families in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. This is Deacon Steve Greco. You've been on Empowered by the Spirit. We'll be with you next week at the same time. God bless everyone. We're thrilled that you joined us today on Empowered by the Spirit. Empowered by the Spirit is a production of Spirit-Filled Hearts Ministry. For more information about Spirit-Filled Hearts, visit our website, spiritfilledhearts.org. That's spiritfilledhearts.org. If you've been encouraged by what you've heard here on Empowered by the Spirit, contact us by email at empowered at spiritfilledhearts.org. That's empowered at spiritfilledhearts.org. We hope you'll tell a friend about our program and ask them to join us next week at this same time. We look forward to being with you again right here next week. If you're enjoying these podcasts, please consider supporting Spirit-Filled Hearts Ministry with a one-time or monthly gift. Spirit-Filled Hearts Ministry is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. We are only funded by generous donors who believe in our mission to evangelize.